Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. Hate to see it. Hey, Brendan. Hey. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Um... It's Friday, my Friday. Oh, because you have a summer Friday. Yeah, and I'm so happy that I don't have to be here until like 10.30 at night this uh, week. As much fun as it was wrapping up New York, they really did us dirty by moving it to Thursday. Yeah, it's really good to have my Thursday late night back, mm. you know? Yeah, sure. Um, you don't have to eat out of a brown paper I bag don't again. I have to eat out of a, eat noodles with my hands out of a brown paper <laughs> bag with staples everywhere. Uh, so yeah, that's great. You could go, go home, get a good night's rest. You recently got a TV in your bedroom. Have you been using it? Oh yeah. Yeah. So all I did last weekend, I had to, a lot of TV to catch up with cause I was doing stuff the weekend before. So mm. I watched all of Queer Eye. I watched a lot of Orange is the New Black. Oh, I thought only straight people watch Queer Eye. Eh, I watch it. Okay. I think queer people watch it. Okay. And then Orange is the New Black, you watch the final season. I'm not done with it yet. Uh, for, if I dropped out one episode into last season is it worth me catching up there and finishing this okay so i didn't even watch any of last season <laughs> oh maybe i i could be talking about the prior the season, last actually. season that i watched was the riot season which was like two was season five and this is season seven. Oh, i think i watched that okay i think it's worth it for some things because you get to see not to, this isn't an orange is the new black podcast but you get to see like what this was for one episode of Orange is the New Black Podcast. Oh, yeah, we did that. Back when it was like more of a cultural moment. We used to experiment and do weird shit. Yeah. That's Let's weird. Sound off in the comments below if you want us to experiment and do we weird shit. we experiment? <laughs> um, no, but it's... The good things are like Piper's out of prison, so you get some oh, like... Oh, spoiler alert. Who cares? It's like part of the previews. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so that's like more interesting. Mm. You Wait, get to is, like... Is American Pie back then? American Pie. The, 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 the Jason, is that his name? Oh, he's in it. Oh, because he's uh, been off for seasons. Yeah, he's in it. You 
bop back in with him. You bop back in with Laverne Cox a little bit. Like, mm. So it's like satisfying for some of those things. They're doing a lot um, that's sort of a comment on um, the current situation happening at the border. Oh. So there's like a lot about, there's like an ICE detention center that's introduced wow. into the mix. Um, and so it's interesting. I, I'm finishing it because I like to, yeah. even if I don't completely watch a full series i like to bop in at the ends to like complete it i did it with girls i missed like a season wait so michael so you watched the riot season and you just jumped back in with the season oh yeah that's so sick no it's fine that's the difference between you and me like i will go back i know and watch what i've missed sometimes you need to let it go i need to calm down you need to calm down (laughs) okay well that's interesting uh, Should we get into... There's a lot of big news. There's some big news this week. Um, the biggest news... Not the biggest. There's two big engagements. Yeah, but this this one in particular really rocked... I think it rocked the community. It rocked the world. Yeah. Um, we all knew it was coming eventually, but... Who knew so close after Jackson and Brittany got married, Stassi and Bo are engaged. I know. So people report... Saucy Schroeder is engaged, and her Vanderpump Rules castmates couldn't be more supportive. Schroeder shared the exciting news on Wednesday by posting a sweet Instagram photo of herself and now fiancé Bo Clark excitedly screaming in a graveyard. She captioned the shot, Oh my god, I feel like Meghan Markle. <laughs> Schroeder's co-stars sent their loving wishes to the newly engaged couple. Brittany commented, Woohoo! Congratulations, guys. So happy for you. Jax Taylor, who used to date Schroeder, also gave his best wishes to the couple, commenting, it's about time. Are those his best wishes? Right. (laughs) Side comment. (laughs) Tom Sandoval, who has starred on the series since its inception, congratulated his close friend, writing, congratulations, such a great pick. (laughs) Can I say something about Tom Sandoval? I'm always surprised to see him be nice to Katie and Stassi on social media. Because, like, I feel like they are always butting heads on the show, but mm-hmm. he's, like, very nice to them on social. Anyways, continue. Well, I mean, he's, I think he is one of the more normal people. Right. So he's not, like, he's not going to f- fight with her in the captions of her engagement I know, picture. but they're like, BFF, we love each other, yada, yada, yada. When, like, that's not something we see as much on the show, you know? Okay. Sheena Shea wrote, congrats, you two. A ton of blue hearts. I wonder what the blue hearts mean. It means um, purity, water. Water means life. Okay. Lala Kent shared Saucy's photo on her own Instagram story and wrote, This day is better than Christmas. Got to give up that valuable real estate. Wow, that, like, people pay top dollar for that. I know. You can pay us for um, <laughs> spots on both our personal Instagrams and the Come Through Queen podcast. I Instagram. do have to say, we have both been getting back into. And not back into, maybe for the first time, really, our Come Through Queen Instagram. Yeah, I shared something this week. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Bravo co-stars also congratulated the couple in person at Sir Owner Lisa Vanderpump's Villa Rosa home. And the group shared shots on social media of the celebrations. Brittany shared a photo of the newly engaged couple sitting at a long table, smiling with wine glasses in hand. Brittany wrote, Stasi already has the ring, hand over her mouth, laugh, down. LOL, congratulations, guys. Love you both so much, and I couldn't be happy for you guys. I freaking love, love, woo-hoo. 
Four Red Hearts, which Four means Red passion. Hearts. Okay. <laughs> Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney, who are reportedly prepping for another round of nuptials. They already did it, didn't they? they? I know. I, I, I feel like they're just writing this to, like... I feel like there's holes in this reporting. Sorry <laughs> to the outlet. Uh, also came out to celebrate Schroeder and Clark. Tom Schwartz shared a photo on his Instagram story of Jax hugging the happy couple. Tom Schwartz also shared a photo of himself and Katie entering... Vanderpump's massive estate. The former Real Houses of Beverly Hills star hosted the party and was spotted in one of Jax's Instagram stories as she served food and laughed at a happy Stasi Schroeder. In another Instagram video, Jax captured the whole group seated around the massive table, eating and drinking. He wrote, another one in the group is getting hitched. Love you guys. So someone has been conspicuously absent from this conversation. The silence is deafening. deafening. It's so Kristen has not uttered a peep. She wasn't in any of these videos. She There's, has not tweeted. She's not tweeted. She's not even been in the comments. Even Andy Cohen was in the comments. Has du- Oh, Duty was posting on her Instagram story, like she's getting, getting hair, hair done. Yeah, hair extensions that day. I just this is so sad because they're eventually going to make up, and she's just going to be really sad that she missed this event. And this also means like if she's not in the mix, then. She's closer to not having a tray, our biggest fear. Yeah. And we all thought, I thought this was going to be Kristen's season. Mm. I thought this was going to be the season she was going to get in good with Lisa again and, like, have her redemption arc. They have done, like, Witches of WeHo promo, but that's for They were at some, like, wine festival or something together, like, seven days ago or something like that. This is so sad. It's so sad. And... We know how much Kristen cares about being the maid of honor. Right. Kristen cares about friendship. And unless she's sleeping with your boyfriend while watching the movie Drive. Shut up and drive. <laughs> so, oh, Katie could have been... The I saw m- that person perform that song recently, live. Anyways, continue. Rihanna? Oh, I thought you were singing the country version. Oh, no. There's a country <laughs> version, country too. Version? Oh, my God. Now I look like an idiot, Jesus but it was Christ. top of mind. There's a country version. Wow. Okay. So, but Katie could have been the matron of honor and... Um, duty could have been the ma- uh, maid of honor. Mate, yeah. I wonder how that's all going to suss out. No, she's not even at this friggin' thing. She's getting her hair done. Um, it was perfect that they got engaged at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. That Andy Cohen said himself that mm-hmm. it was perfect. Uh, I love that he thought to ask Lisa to use her home for a dinner party. Mm-hmm. Um, that circle of uh, redemption is finally perfectly complete. I wonder what Stasi knew. Do you think she knew everything? Like, was she aware of the call sheet? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I've been listening a little bit to her podcast more and more these oh, days. That's pretty sick. <laughs> Especially episodes when Bo is. They'll just do episodes where they're both hungover and like it's like oh, wow. her and Bo talking. I gotta like hold a gun to Alex's head to fill in for you. <laughs> I know. Well, because the fans were mean to him the first couple times. Like, you know who you are. Like three years ago. <laughs> yeah, you know if you're listening, you know who you I are. Know, and, and he's carrying that. With him. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so I've listened to that, and Bo has, like, calmed Stassi down a lot. So Mm. I don't think she's as controlling as she used to be, but it will be interesting watching her plan a wedding. I'm infinitely more interested in this than the Jax-Britney wedding. 
deserves a spinoff, I think. Mm. Stassi has proved Stassi has proved that she can have a hit podcast. Mm. She can Same. be a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. I think she deserves that's evidence enough to deserve a like a three episode at least podcast. I mean not podcast, a three episode um we should do the wedding special on this podcast. Sure. <laughs> a three episode wedding special on Bravo. Yeah. I would watch. What's what is it called? Um Schrodering down the aisle. Schrodering down the aisle, yes. <laughs> I think it would be like Stassi and Bo, what do you know? They're getting married. Stassi and Bo, go, go, down the aisle. Mm. I, I, I see it, and if it doesn't happen, I'll be very mad. Anything I ask for on this podcast, though, when it comes to Bravo, never happens. Oh, I feel like we've wished things into existence before. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my favorite show is Ladies of London. Canceled. Mm, done. Yeah. I would love Amanda and Kyle no. to be in- intimately involved in this spinoff. I'm As they so, are both planning weddings. I'm so interested by how all of this is going to suss out. Like, all of the kids who were at... Um, <laughs> the kids. All of the kids. <laughs> well, because the, the adult... Shows are the housewives. Sure. Now the kids' shows are like the Southern Charms, the Summer Houses. Despite the, the fact that Teddy Mellencamp is younger than the same than as Shep. It's the same age as Shep. Yeah. But Shep was at like Brittany and Jax's wedding. There will inevitably be people, be people at Stassi and Bo's wedding. Are they going to show them? They should. I mean, they should show the Summer House kids. Yeah, because summer should be fun. Yeah. Where do you think... St- what kind of wedding do you New think Stassi's going to have? They're going to do like a bapadu, like marching the street a wedding. Uh, maybe. I can also see her doing like a funeral wedding. And I don't think she's that much of a troll. I think she I is. I think this is the troll moment. Like the engagement in the cemetery, that's okay. the troll moment. I think she is that much of a troll though. She's going to do a bapadu in New Orleans. Oh maybe. my god, you know who will be invited? Dorinda. Her and Stassi oh, yeah. are close. Mm. Oh my god, they should do The Bachelorette in Bluestone Manor. Yes. We've tried to wish them going to Bluestone Manor to existence, and it hasn't happened yet. I mean, yet. They, they've, they've articulated the fact that they want to go to Bluestone Manor. Well, Bluestone Manor is currently going through renovation. Under so. Reno. That's fine. The wedding is still a ways off, I'm sure. Yeah. That's going to be like next season. Yeah. You know? Um, speaking of engagements, though, um, congratulations are due in order uh, for <laughs> Cynthia Bailey and Mike Hill. People can exclusively report that after 14 months of dating, um, Real Houses of Atlanta star Cynthia and sports journalist Mike are engaged to be married. He'll propose to Bailey on Friday with a gorgeous five-carat princess-cut solitaire ring. What does that wow. mean? That's like, that's like garbly gook. Like, it makes no sense to me. <laughs> it means it plays solo card games. Get it? Yeah. Um, in Atlanta at the grand opening of her new business, The Bailey Wine Cellar. Dark. We have no choice. The proposal was a family affair with Bailey's daughter, Noelle, and Hill's two daughters, Kayla and Ashley, all in attendance, alongside a crowd of the couple's closest friends and Bailey's Roa castmates. Huh. This is where it gets kind of psycho. Okay. The two threw Bailey off track by making it appear that Hill was go- giving a toast in honor of Bailey's opening. According to a source on the scene, during Hill's speech, Kayla interrupted to hand him a bottle with a big question mark, <sighs> telling him, No, Dad, I think you should propose like this. 
Then he told Noel that he needed to, her help to open the bottle, and she passed him the ring box, helping him open that before he dropped to one knee and professed his love. As he did, Noel, Kayla, and Ashley all gathered behind him with a handmade puzzle piece sign that read, Can We Be a Family? <laughs> it all turned Bailey into a ball of emotions. Though she was confused at first, Cynthia broke down in tears when she saw Mike get down on one knee and ask her for the big question. She quickly said yes. The crowd erupted into applause, and they started chanting, congratulations, chill. Um, there's pictures of this in People magazine, like the in- shot by shots oh. of the entire thing, so go check it out. I think it's kind of psychotic, but also why didn't you propose to Alex this way? <laughs> but at the opening of Bailey at Wine Cellar. At the opening of Bailey Wine Cellar. I should have done that. Wow. Yeah. Next time, I guess. I'm happy for her. I mean, yeah. Uh, we saw this coming. I mean, he kind of was joking about proposing to her at Portia's baby gender reveal thing. Yeah. Sex I wish. Reveal. I just really want her to get back together with what's his name? <sighs> Noel's dad. Yeah. Peter Robinson. I don't think his name's Peter. No, yeah, Peter is the ex-husband. <laughs> oh, I don't remember him. Leon? A, Leon, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, Leon Robinson. A very good man. Uh, we're obviously going to see this play out since cast and crew were, <laughs> were present. Cameras up. Were cameras up in the cemetery? No, I, but I think it's going to be very... Uh, iPhone? Maybe cameras are up. I don't know. I mean, cameras were up during Jax's, like, fish fry moment. That's true. They could have just been walking through the cemetery, like... I, like, kind of hope for them that cameras weren't up. Yeah. They weren't walking... They, you know that they were going to see a mausoleum. Like, she, Stassi, like, wants to buy a mausoleum. Okay. So they were going to see them in the Hollywood Forever ceremony mm-hmm. to see if she actually wanted to do it. Okay. So that... But that does sound like a Vanderpump Rules... Ca- like a that sounds like cameras are line. up. Yeah. Sad. Mm, sad. Okay. Something that's not sad... Luann's friend, Anne. The look, realtor. Looking for a man. Not to be confused with Dorinda's realtor, mind you. Right. Two iconic realtors. Both could go for a brush. They should both go for a reboot of Million Dollar List in New York. Oh, my like God. holding center golden keys. Well, isn't Million Dollar List in New York still on? I know, but like, let's reboot it. Okay. With these two. Isn't Frederick moving? Didn't he move he to did the move, West Coast? But the new season's premiering with him still on the East Is Coast. Is he going to be on the LA one with that like Madison guy? It might be the crossover event that's bigger than the Avengers or something. I don't know. But anyway, back to Anne looking for a man. She's selling Bruce Willis's country home for $7.5 million, And now she's putting herself on the market. Top New York City realtor Anne Cutbill, Lenane is advertising her unique wares as a potential second wife in a hilarious 30-second TV commercial titled A Man for Anne, airing now on Taxi TV. I love Taxi TV. That's the only reason to take a taxi in New York City when... <laughs> instead of a Lyft. Instead of a Lyft or an Uber. Yeah. Okay, in the ad, the glamorous singleton spells out her bona fides and her deal breakers. She said, I have managed to sell bi- billions of dollars worth of New York real estate, but the one thing I haven't been able to do is find a one. Oh my God, you're freaking me out with, <laughs> with your like highlighting things in the outline. I can't oh, that, read it. You can see <laughs> yes. that? Oh, wow. Don't you know how Google Docs works? <laughs> I didn't know the highlights you could see. Okay. But the one thing I haven't been able to do is find a wonderful, single, divorced dad to remarry. You'd think it's easy, but it's not. 
So if you're a gentleman with a kind and generous soul and you love your mother, but you still don't live with her and can appreciate a 56-year-old fit and fabulous woman, feel free to give me a call. So speaking to the Post, the mother of two stresses that her suitors must have a sense of humor. She says, if you take yourself too seriously, you are not the man for me. After all, this ad is very funny. <laughs> wow, she must say so herself. Her perfect man would be emotionally, physically, and financially healthy and a good human being. Preferably, she says, he would be divorced because typically that is someone who gets it in terms of what it takes to be in a relationship. Uh, Anne, who got divorced herself 15 years ago, spent $5,000 on a fast-paced cab promotion. She says her daughters, 18 and 19, are taken aback by her bold move, but the broker doesn't give a hoot. I've gotten to the age where I don't care what other people think, she says. I'm 56, so any day above ground is a good day. My God, 56 is pretty young to be talking about being above ground. Yeah. Okay, the blonde businesswoman who has made a cameo appearances on Roni is one of Douglas Elliman's leading real estate brokers. She holds the listing for Willis's multi-residence compound in Bedford Corners, New York. The sprawling property boasts 12 bedrooms and a 50-foot-long fifty, long, uh, 50 swimming, foot swimming pool and tennis courts. Wow. <laughs> wow. See, this woman, Anne, is, I like having her around. I never want her to hold an apple because like, she's not as... I've seen enough of her to know that she's not that interesting. Um, but I like that she's around. Isn't it interesting? The part that really jumped out to me is Saxy TV ad. $5,000. That seems cheap. Seems cheap. But how long is it running for? I there's don't a know. lot of details we don't know. Well, there's this new trend. People love buying spaces. Like, like gra- Grand Dame perfume. <laughs> right. And like billboards in Times Square are like Grand Dame perfume. But um, I've noticed that a lot of fandoms, like mm. for TV shows that are in risk of maybe being canceled or going off the air, a lot of fandoms buy, will pull their money together and buy uh, ad space in, on a Times Square billboard because they think that's going to convince like Netflix or whatever to like pick up their show. I think the Come Through Queen fandom needs to pool its money yeah. and get us on Times Square, baby. Yeah, there's a good one on like 49th and 7th that I think <laughs> you, have, you can buy you have your space. Eye on yeah, that one? you can buy space for. Okay. Well, let's see if that comes to fruition. Okay, so Dan was hooting and hollering from the rafters about this. I was this, swinging from the chandelier. About so this get story. Ready. So, is Wendy Williams headed to Bravo? That's the question reality TV fans have been asking after rumors began to spread about the talk show host possibly joining The Real Housewives in New York City. But on um, an all-new episode of Wendy Williams this week, the self-proclaimed Jersey girl made it clear that she's not interested in joining reality TV. She said, no, I won't be a member of The Real Housewives in New York City. I have a purple chair of my own. I like The Housewives, but if you have a talk show that is your own, blank, 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 and then she trailed off, which Wendy does... First off, you're not coming to my apartment. You're not checking out who I date. There would be so many no, no, no's that you would be bored with me. Another problem that could arise is the fact that Wendy is a fan of the current cast. In other words, she isn't exactly feuding with everyone. She said, I like them all. I'll go to Bethany's. I'll go to Tinsley's. I'll go to Luann's. You wouldn't like me on Housewives, first of all. Second of all, I'm not letting you in that hard. The purple chair gives me control because I tell you what I want 
you to know, and I keep a lot of secrets right here. Oh, just for the visual, she, like, stuffed a piece of paper in between her cleavage when she said that. Um, She said, Andy, it's not happening. World, it's not happening. Wendy's not a housewife. As a matter of fact, she's not even a wife. Yet. (laughs) But I'd rather be a wife than a friend. A girlfriend. And a girlfriend, so to be continued. Um, And then, apparently, Andy was asked about it when he did an event at the 92nd Street Y with Jerry O'Connell because Jerry O'Connell has a new talk show that's debuting in Wendy's time slot as a like sneak peek while she's the three on week hiatus. Sneak peek. Yeah, and Andy said it would be funny to have Wendy on the show. At the same time, he never thought about the possibility until she denied the rumor. Uh, I never thought that this was going to happen because it was a Radar Online piece. Um, but you, did, have to, you never thought it was going to happen. You have to ask yourself, who does the story benefit? Oh, yeah. That's what Kyle Richards always says. It benefits everyone. Yeah. Oh, but this would be so much fun. I think that the reality show that Wendy Williams is giving us currently is perfect. Oh, yeah. I have been glued to the TV since she came back from the first part of her summer hiatus, and she's about to go on another summer hiatus. I know, but this the one she's about to go on is the normal one. I know. The one that she does every year. But we just had one, is what's upsetting me. It's fine, because we'll, watch, we'll suffer through Jerry O'Connell's show. Yeah, I'll give it a three-week sneak peek. Um, <laughs> I'm just worried, because there was a page six piece saying that a lot of people from Wendy's show are looking for jobs, because they're worried about the future of the show. And they, like, they'll not look for jobs if the production company announces that it's like renewed through like after the next season. So currently it's renewed through the current season, like till 2020 mm-hmm. or the next season till 2020. But I don't think it's been renewed after Past that, that yet, mm. but I think she's doing her best work right now. It is so good. If she, and if she like, if she keeps this pace, I think we're, we're golden. I mean, she apparently is dating someone. We don't know who it is. I think she's lying about that, but <gasps> who knows? Oh my God. I think a lot of what Wendy says about her life is a fabrication. Okay. I think, like, I think she's, like, having fun. She's, like, mm. doing things she doesn't usually do. But I think that she, like, always is talking about, like, people coming over, yada, yada, yada. I, I don't love th- it. I don't think that it's happening to the extent that she says it's happening. I also have been glued to every paparazzi photo trying to figure out exactly where her apartment is in New York City. Because you think it's by you? It's, I think it's by my office. Because mm. she goes to this restaurant all the time that's right near my office. Sure. She brings Black China there. And her, um, her studio is right near my office, too. I love it. I love it. Can't wait for season 11. I think we just had season 11. I thought this was, this was season 10. Like, uh, the, well, hasn't it been, like, the big 10, and that's why Fergie did the song? Oh, maybe. I think so. Okay. Okay. And now, I mean, this is amazing news that has kind of been eclipsed by all this other stuff going on this week. The work done, Fiber One music video. Wild. <laughs> we didn't see this coming. I, I feel like, though, Melissa hinted to the fact that, like, something was happening music-wise. Maybe. I'm trying to think of, like, clues we've been given. Did we see Portia? No. I was about to say, I thought we saw Portia with, like, an odd housewife recently in a photo, but that was Caroline Manzo. Mm. So this one I didn't actually know was coming. And who knew it would be 
ZMLS, Portia, and Sonia. As the Destiny's Child figures. As the three vocal vocalists. Yeah, and then um, guest appearances by Dorinda and Tamara as the, like, Latoya, Luckett, and, um, what's the other one? Latavia. Today? Latavia. I feel like Dorinda was criminally underused. And it was too much of, like, this same... Oh, you hate the taglines. Like, clip, clip. I liked nice. the inclusion of Tamra's because I feel like Tamra doesn't like say her taglines as much as Dorinda sure, does. Like sure, Dorinda sure, sure. leans into it. Yeah, Tam- Tamra doesn't. So to have her say, "That's my opinion," it's which refreshing that, to you. That is a housewives thing that has transcended housewives like tenfold. Oh, yeah. And like I could walk up to any millennial <laughs> in the world who's never watched a frame of housewives, <laughs> and they know that. They know just her one, and then they also know the weird Vine one where, like, their faces are distorted. Oh, yeah, 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 Like, put through the filter. Yeah. Yeah, the millennials love that. I don't like to give Tamara Bernie credit, but... Tamara Judge. That was a good... No, Tamara Bernie. I call her by her... that's her Twitter handle. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But that was actually, like, an iconic moment that I think has actually, to us, um, Housewives Scholars, has done a service to us to kind of... Tell the world that they should be a part of this, you know? Sure. So let's talk about who is seething. Luann Delaceps. Oh, yeah. Has no? she released a statement? No. She is seething. To some extent, anytime Zia Melissa is succeeding, Teresa is seething. Kim Zolziak's uh, seething. Seething. Erica Jane. Seething. Right? I would say possibly seeding the most. Yeah. Because there was no Beverly Hills representation, and this is essentially an Erica Jane song. Yeah. More than it's a Ziamola song, more than it's a Portia Williams song. Yeah. Did you see Erica Jane was tweeting about, like, the Mueller hearing last year, last week? No. And then, like, randomly, Bianca Del Rio was like, oh my god, Erica Jane's tweets about the Mueller hearing are fire, or, like, something like that. It was such a weird combination of people Mm. but yeah i think erica's seething yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh so obviously run don't walk it's an ad campaign for i guess fiber one has rejudged their recipes for their snacks they've been doing a lot of fiber one spawn con via housewives i feel like recently on, like, the actual commercials during television? No. SpawnCon, like, Instagram oh, posts like where Housewives are doing... Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. My, but I will say, and I'll say it again, my favorite SpawnCon is still um, Dolores's SpawnCon for, <laughs> for the my, cheese company. For Maggio <laughs> cheese. <laughs> cheese cheese. I love it. Okay. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with this week's shows. And we are back with... Potomac. Potomac. Wow. We're kind of back in the swing of things, getting all the women in the same room again. Kind of like... I think this episode of Potomac probably actually changes the course of Housewives history. Ooh. We've never, ever... And this is later in the episode, obviously. But we've never, ever really had an episode of a Housewives show quite like this. Yeah. But... Kind of in the, even in the beginning, Giselle making popcorn to watch the Fox Five interview. Watch a castmate on the news. So wild. <laughs> Giselle's so good at the show. I know. 
You know what's really good with popcorn? Like, if you have popcorn, throw in some peanut butter M&M's just into the mix. <laughs> Is that it? That sounds... Peanut butter M&M's. Yeah. But does the shell melt? Um, well, Is like, this hot popcorn? It doesn't have to be hot popcorn. Okay, that's what I was envisioning. Like, Giselle just went, made hot popcorn in the microwave or something. Yeah. And now she's throwing in peanut butter M&M's. Yeah, peanut butter M&M's paired really great with a salty mm. snack. Like, even with, like, a goldfish cracker. Think about it. Now, is there a reason you're doing a peanut butter M&M over a Reese's Pieces? Yeah, because they're different beasts. Yeah? Uh, they're different, and peanut butter M&M's are better. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, Reese's Pieces, I don't, there's something about Reese's Pieces that I used to love as a kid, mm. but, like, not anymore. I remember going to see Superstar in theaters. You know Superstar, that movie? Yeah. With Molly Shannon? That's went, Alex's mom's favorite movie of oh all God, time. I went to go, you know, the only cars that appear in that movie are uh, lime green VW Beetles, first of all. <laughs> the only cars. That's, no, it was a thing, because, you know, remember when, like, VW Beetles, the new ones, first came out? Yeah. And it, they were, like, a sensation. Yeah. People were, like, living inside of them in malls and, like, that kind of stuff. There was, like, a Pikachu one. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyways, back to that. So I went to go see that movie. I got Reese's Pieces. I was wearing khaki shorts. I guess I accidentally, like, spilled some during the movie and was, like, sitting on them. So when I was leaving the movie, it looked like I had, like, shit my pants. <laughs> that is so brave of you. And my friends made... My friends, these guys, made fun of me all the way back to their house. I hung out with, like, these twins. It's so brave of you to share this story. And <laughs> you deserve to be made fun of. You big. <laughs> dropping food and sitting on it. <laughs> I was a young person. A young person. I was, like, in middle school. Even still. I know. Sad. Wow. Very sad. Yeah, and now one of the kids is gay. You're He's impact. married. I didn't go to his wedding. I was invited, though. Oh. I'm sorry for not going, but it was in St. Louis. Sorry, St. Louis listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back to Giselle eating her popcorn. Um, Michael is admitting that he bumped into a cameraman. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the gist of it. Right. And this is post-charges being dropped. Right. So this is like the, the redemption tour. Um... So that's that. After that, Monique and Ashley are hanging out, and Monique's kind of exposing Candace for still talking shit about Ashley. Candace is conniving. Not conniving. Candace is... I don't know. Candace, I don't know how I feel about her. Candace is, like, on running around on fire. Yeah. But Monique, someone I've famously had a problem with in the past, mm. really liking her this season... I mean, she's making all the right moves. Yeah. Except the fact later on in the episode, she leaves the party and kind of leaves, like, Ashley out to dry with everyone going after her. Right, but, but we'll get whatever. Okay. <laughs> Robin's little makeup party. It was so weird. I love, like, the shots of, like, the women sitting around. You just get a shot of, like, Giselle putting on makeup, being like, I love this color. Also, the whole thing with, like, her and Juan at the beginning about, like, Juan being like, y you've never worn heels. Mm. And she's like, well, I'm with my girls. Yeah, oh, yeah, because she's all, like, dressed up for her girls. Yeah. Let's have a makeup party. Um, the only time I've done makeup is when I dressed up as 
a toy soldier for your birthday party. Okay, so let's do that again. Show us how. Show, you should do a YouTube a tutorial tutorial about how to get the look. <laughs> get the look. Mm-hmm. Family. Okay. Uh, but the big thing is Katie. <laughs> Katie joins this little makeup party. Looking like someone else. <laughs> once, <laughs> once again. A woman on the run. She is always in disguise. Uh, she shows up and she drops some info on the whole Ashley Michael thing. Right. You know who she's like? Do you ever read a, a series of unfortunate events? No. She's like Count Olaf. Okay. Always looks the same but a little different. Mm-hmm. And like constantly like deceiving people. Yeah. I was a little too old to be reading those books yeah. when I did. Yeah. I feel like that was, wasn't that like... On the heels of Harry Potter. It was like my generation. You were like a little older. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Okay. So what she brought up was, well, first of all, she, like she's down for a 40 birthday threesome with Juan and Robin. I mean, I guess her and Michael allegedly have a lot in common. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're both after Juan. <laughs> okay. And then number two... She tells like weird story that I can't really make much sense of, of Michael telling her, Katie's boyfriend to to pick up on the private line or call the private line. Like, what are you ta- like? What like are you a talking phone? about? And like then a- also, if you want that to be the, wouldn't you just give him that number and you don't have to say that's the private line? Right. There's a lot of this that I could not, like, make sense of, Katie. But, like, the other two were like, well, that does it. Well, I mean, they're so... (laughs) To be... The look of joy on Giselle's face whenever there is some sort of drama that's involving anyone but herself, if... I could be so happy, you know? Like, get you a man who looks at you like Giselle looks at anyone when there's drama that's not involving herself. What's interesting is we're now, what is this, season four? Season four, I think. Yeah, it's wild to me. Season four, and Giselle's the center of the show, and yet it's never about her. It's never about her. Isn't it? Smart. It's like... She's like Bobby Fisher. Every move <laughs> is a ch- <laughs> God. Okay, we're gonna get to that later. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, let's talk about Karen and Raven mourning Karen's parents some more, but also bringing up the fact that Macy Gray is a friend of Karen. <laughs> Can I tell you, I've noticed on Spotify that Alex has been listening to a lot of Macy Gray this week. Is that because of this? No. He actually is famously a big Macy Gray fan. Like that album that came out in, I don't know what what it was, like 99 or 2000. Mm -hmm. Something like that. What are Macy Gray fans called? Um, Grapes? No. Gray sweatpants, but I, kids no, love I, talking about I gray sweatpants. I would lean more into, like, the Macy of it all. Like, wh- like their Macy... Macy book out their, from No, their, their Macy Thanksgiving Day parades. Okay, yeah. Without, we need to workshop that one a little bit. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I was surprised by this. And so does this mean Macy Gray's living in Potomac or White Falls or whatever? I mean, she could just be a hop, skip, and a jump in Washington, D.C. I always, like... Sometimes people talk about certain celebrities who you haven't heard from in a while, and they like are living somewhere where I'm like, wow, 
Interesting. Because mm-hmm. you think, you assume all celebrities live in New York or LA, right? No. Or not, like. Not active ones. Eh, I don't know. Because if anything, like, if I'm a celebrity who's no longer active, I like, okay, I liquidate. I sell the property in New York or, or Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Let's cash out. Let's go to somebody who's no longer active. Let's go to like fucking bumfuck, buy a property, all cash, no mortgage, and then live out the rest of your life with like live off the land. Live off the land, put some solar panels up there. That's like Shirley MacLaine shit. I feel like she did that. Mm. Do do you know she like believes in aliens? As do I. We're storming Area Fifty One, as we said. <laughs> uh, what does solar panels have anything to do with fucking aliens? I don't know. <laughs> the word solar. <laughs> Wait, when is the appointment to storm Area Fifty One? It's in September. We we're getting with Marianne Williamson, her dead cat, what bazooka of love, <laughs> the dead cat, a new cat. Tulsi Gabbard's coming. <laughs> no, she's not invited. She's canceled. I know. We don't like her. If you're voting for Tulsi Gabbard, you can stop listening to this. Just kidding. I shouldn't say that. Um, no, you can. I can say that. No, you could say whatever you want. But also, I think, like, the 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 jig is up. Because next month, it's only, like... It's like seven of them. This is a place for legends, okay? <laughs> <laughs> legends and Joe Biden. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Let's get back to Macy Gray. <laughs> Who would have thought we'd be talking about Macy Gray as a, like a focal point on this podcast? But but Raven is going to get some amazing Grace singing lessons from Macy. I know the first time that Raven started singing, Macy was like, "Oh, okay." But what's funny is like it's not like Macy is like a voice of a generation. Like it's not like she's a singer. Is she not? I think she, she is. She is, but like she's such a unique voice. Yeah. Like no one's trying to emulate Macy. What a voice. Macy is like Macy. Yeah. And JC Penny is JC Penny. Exactly. <laughs> it, it took me I you know that like that meme where it's like I was today years old when I found out like this, this, this. I was well into my late twenties, if not early thirties, when I Knew there was like another E in JC Penny. Oh yeah. Like you just think it's just like penny, like a penny in your pocket. There's another E before the Y. I think I didn't find that out until 2012, and I can remember the specific reason why I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm not so, gonna go into share, it here. Share it with the family. Is no, it, too it was dark? like no, it was like Ellen was like their spokesperson in 2012. Yeah. Then like Kirk Cameron like went after that fact. Mm-hmm. Kirk oh. Cameron of the Candace oh, yeah. Cameron Berets. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. He should add a beret to his name. Just <laughs> just join the family. What would it be freakish if like one of my sisters got married and I took her <laughs> took her husband's name? I mean, you could like when you, you when you get married, you could take whatever name you want. Like Alex I and I were taking the Buddha judge name. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Warren name. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get to the spooky birthday party oh i love things like this how how'd i know i <laughs> you never had a dream come true oh my god so we didn't go to something directly like this it wasn't like a outside haunted house but two years ago maybe three i was in atlanta in october for some reason with my family so we went to this production of um what's it called um the headless horseman oh but it was outside in the woods and like you walk in, you walk, and it's like very. It reminded me of it because you walk in, and it's like this like middle area where everyone's convening, right? Sure. And 
there was a bar there, and yada, there were like spooky people going around, being mm. like, hee, 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 hee. You, you among them. <laughs> yeah, but then it like you walk through this like production of um, uh, the Headless Horseman. You get to like hold your drinks. It was so cool. It reminded me of that. I want to go to something like that this year in what? New York, New York. You were with us when we went to a haunted house in a college. <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> so there's like a. There's a technical college here in Brooklyn that we went to, and they host, uh, I guess they're, like, trying out their technicalities. Right. Like, lighting, sound, right. audiovisual. And it was it was a fun experience. It was stupid. <laughs> but our Uber driver there was really hot. I remember that. Oh, yeah. You were ready to, like, leave, leave I, us. Sacrifice like, it all. Drop, drop us all <laughs> off and ride off into the sunset with that hot Halloween Uber driver. And it was like one of the, it was like one of those big SUVs because there were so many of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why, why did we take an Uber like two blocks? <laughs> <laughs> we were just in the lap of luxury. <laughs> Sad. Okay. So it's so spooky. Michael's complaining about how these accusations are affecting the business and hello, RAPOS. <laughs> so he was right. Um, high five for no charges. Uh, iconic. The nerve. So, like, charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent that that took. But the cap, it's like a capital N. Yeah. A capital nerve for that one. <laughs> oh. And Michael's just, like, with his arms folded. I love, I love, I, Giselle is one of the greats. Like, they honestly, they need to, like, redo this, like, bullshit OG shit, mm. and Giselle, Giselle should be up there. I don't know if anyone from Dallas deserves yet, but Giselle should be up there. I, like, so Leanne wished it into existence, and I feel like it came true. Did it? Like, when people think of Dallas... Oh, not, she's the OG. They're not thinking of Steph Holman. Oh, I no, am. No offense, like, we love Steph, but, like, we're not thinking, like, she's the one carrying the show yeah. on her back like a turtle. And I think in Potomac, it like kind of always went back and forth between Giselle and Karen, and that might have just been like Karen's age. Yeah. But I think Giselle... Has clenched it. Has clenched it. Clenched. Clenched it? She's clenched... Cinched it? Cinch, no, cinched is like you cinch your waist. Okay. Clenched. No. Mm. Clutched. <laughs> she clutched it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're all like spooky, but then we go into the barn and Monique leaves with her husband. Mm-hmm. And now this is like prime time for everyone to go after Ashley. Cause like the women all convene and then Michael's like, we're the man. And then all the men are getting beers together. Yeah. One question I have, they all drove there. Mm. What happens when they all drive there? Uh, great question. Because... I was like, it was very dark on their drive up. I'm sure it's like in like an isolated area because like it's, you have to, it kind of has to be because it's like this like thing in a forest. Well, it seemed like the women were not really drinking that much. Okay. It was like the men who were really throwing it back, right? Right. So maybe the women were driving up. I just like, it's an interesting conversation. Maybe one day we do a deep dive on it because Mm. the transportation in each city varies Mm. and like... Beverly Hills, they always have a driver. Sure. For, for the most part. Sure. Especially if it's a party. But Atlanta, I feel like they're always driving themselves. I feel like Potomac's always driving themselves. OC's always driving themselves. Sometimes yeah. they have a driver. It depends. It's so weird. Sure, sure, sure. New yeah. York, they're... Hopping in a cab. Hopping in a cab. Watching Anne on the taxi TV. Yeah. So, Giselle is... Con- 
Giselle's convinced that Monique has the footage because she's the control freak. It was something like, uh, control freak Monique. She wasn't taping it. What day? Oh my God. (laughs) But then we do see some footage from the house. And, okay, it was... I watched this like a day late, I think. Same. So the conversation already took taken place in terms of them possibly cobbling this together. Because it's not like you see like mouths moving. Right. Okay. So let's get to the unseen footage part. Sure. So the first part of the unseen footage is it's like point the camera's like pointed at the pool area. And Michael walks by, and the guy, the cameraman audibly says, like, hey, don't do that, man. Don't do that, yeah. man. And Michael's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then the guy, like, says it again, like, you don't do that. You don't do that. Yeah. Or something like that. Which, to me, seems if he just ran into a cameraman, it, that would not be the reaction. But I don't know. But then the conspiracy, th- something conspiracy oh, theory. Oh, so the second part is, okay. the second part is something about Michael talking to someone and, like, Asking if, if he can get them a beer. And I forget the other part of it, but th- what the guy says is like the more damning part. Mm. And there's a person named Hank, who I think is Monique's cousin, mm-hmm. who went on Twitter. Well, first Monique said, no, that was like my, that part of it was my cousin Hank. And Hank was like, yeah, it was me. Yeah. So people are saying that this is spliced together between what the cameraman actually said and then what Hank said. And he said he was just joking around about Michael, about a conversation that they had previously had. But then also, was I thought I read something online about <clears throat> Michael openly admitting to grabbing someone's butt like years ago. Right. And then this potentially being that audio or something. I think I read that also, but I don't. I didn't hear about the audio. I I thought I heard something like in season one. Something like that happened. It was at that party. Was it Charisse's party? Season one, like maybe the finale of season one. I want to say Charisse had a party and Michael was there. And I think that's where he like had grabbed somebody on the show's butt, not the cameraman's. Mm. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what we're talking about. Okay. It was like a party and it was like, I forget exactly what it was for, but it was like dark inside, light outside. I don't know. And then wasn't the whole conversation that this took place in a basement? That's the other part that, like, something allegedly happened in a basement and there's no cameras in the basement, but the footage that we saw wasn't a basement. It was the pool area. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of all convoluted. There's a lot to get to at the reunion. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this reunion so much. Um, And we do have to note that Ashley had the baby. Oh, yeah. She and the, the pictures were the pictures came out. Yeah, the people exclusive. The baby looks exactly like Michael. I see a little bit of Ashley in in the baby too. Yeah, but like the the eyes. eyes. Oh up yeah, to the, the eye- forehead. Well, like they are two bold, like a bold father and son. That's true. Um, so congrats to Ashley and Michael. Hope, congrats to Ashley. <laughs> um, I hope your life is full of coffee and love. Mm, they're they're both best when hot. Right? That's Coffee like, and love. Yeah. Taste best when hot. Yeah. Uh, how exciting. Next week, Candace is buying a $2.5 million home in Potomac. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned. All right, let's get to, finally, episode 24. Oh my God. Is it really 24? I did a little bit of a deep dive research. 
Meaning you looked at the Wikipedia? Yep. <laughs> there has been, this is season nine. There has been, the most episodes per season ever has been 24. Season two, which was like the psychotic season in terms of like Brandy joins, Kim is not well, um, Taylor Taylor's and breakdown. Taylor uh, smoking, Taylor stopping the limo after the Malibu beach party to make the limo driver light her cigarettes. Mm. Ooh, underrated moment. So season two was 24 episodes. Season six, which is Munchausen, Erica Jane's premiere, Yolanda's last season, mm-hmm. was 24 episodes. And this season was 24 episodes. <sighs> what are they doing? <laughs> Why did they... And, and the funny thing is, season two... 24 episodes includes a uh, secrets reveal, which is not even really canon. Right. I would like, if there's people out there who listen to this podcast who happen, actually, let's say you like Beverly Hills more than you like uh, New York or Potomac. Mm. Let's do New York since it's like people, people put the housewives on different tiers. And mm. even though Potomac should be tier one, sure. people don't consider it. Yeah. Um, if you like Beverly Hills more than you like New York, please Call in. Explain r- yourself. Write in. Explain yourself and tell us why. I genuinely want to know. Mm. I'm that person sitting at that table on the college campus and is like, convince me or whatever. Sure. Change my mind. Change my mind. I don't think your mind's going to get changed, though. I don't think so either. Uh, the reunion was, overall, three parts, was better than I thought it was going to be. Right. But I was still powering through this last part. Right. And you could tell when they're really filling up three parts where the first five minutes of this reunion are the same five minutes of the end of last part. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I could just like not pay attention for this. I think that the thing is that they think that the top tier housewives can't go back as far as they can't go back from three, you know? Oh, yeah. Like they're more than happy to give only Dallas only two parts but I don't think that a New York a Beverly Hills a New Jersey an did Atlanta o- did OCF go back to two one time or am I dreaming this I don't know I think I might be dreaming it it's always sunny there so I always get like mm. confused like like Philadelphia can't keep up yeah oh I was like Philadelphia yeah. <laughs> no only sunny in Philadelphia like on season 15 somehow or something I like that I think more than that because I remember I was fully in college and mm. this guy that I was doing, not doing, oh my God, Baba booting, <laughs> hanging out with, he sure. was watching that show back then. Mm. And it wasn't a brand new show. Sure. I don't think. Okay. Let's get to, we're like Camille storming off. We talk her off a ledge. Andy comes together, which I am, is this a, fir- not a first, is this a first? Does no. Andy? Come yeah. after them? Andy came after, like, came after... Something happened in Atlanta last year. Oh, Atlanta, yeah. But, like, he's never come after anyone in New York. He, I don't think he's ever come after one, anyone in Beverly Hills. Not OC. OC could care less. Did he come back for Karen last... Or was that just Giselle? That was just Giselle. Just Giselle? Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Well, I feel like he's, like, the last line of defense. Like, if he's like, oh. Well, I think the time he came back for Atlanta was... The big one. Well, that was with like with Cam. Oh, he came back for Cam. Oh, remember when he was like talking to Cam? 
And she was being racist. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I don't like her. Okay. Um, so Camille, to me, and this was also happening during the finale, she can't really, like, keep track of who or what she's angry about. Mm-hmm. She's just like a chicken running around with its head cut off. I mean, they, they eventually bring up the, the shit she was saying about Denise. Mm-hmm. And she had no explanation as to why she was coming after Denise. She's just being a villain for villain's sake. Yeah. Like, she's desperately trying to secure the diamond. Um, Kyle, with a very telling, this is worse than season one, Camille. Mm. Which, like, I don't really appreciate Kyle usually, but I appreciated this. Mm. All right, we dip our toe into the Kavanaugh stuff. But mm-hmm. I feel like we don't really get the resolution I was looking for. Right. Especially since we heard about that white woman comment that didn't come to air. Right. It just seemed very glossed over, and I think it probably got bad, but they didn't want to include it to damn Camille even more. Yeah. Um, one thing, there was the really funny Instagram post that I sent you from Joe Gunn that it was like Lisa Rinna oh. going... Andy's back. Andy's back. It's no, a, Andy's coming back. Everyone, get like get get together get or whatever. Spot, get in your spot. And it said Toy Story 1995. Truly. I laughed for a while about yeah. that. We love you, Joe Gunn. Thank you. Does he listen? I know he's in the Facebook group, but does he listen? I th- I, I I would imagine. Okay. I feel like when in doubt, they listen, right? Mm. No. <laughs> okay. Anyways, chime in in the comments. <laughs> okay. Rena saying Camille needs a hug. It's just like. Ugh. She needs one, but like I don't know if it's from she needs one from you. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it was clear that Rena didn't actually want to be giving that hug. She needs one from like Kimber. Who's Kimber? One of her weird. One of her. One of her. Around? One of her soldiers. I actually like Kimber as an option if you're no, named Kimberly. No. Yes. It's terrible. No Kimber. It's going it's, down. I'm yelling, Kimber. I, Every time your elevator says, when I get in, it says, yeah. going down. And I always go, Kimber. I'm yelling, Kimber. <laughs> no. In my brain, every single time. Now it will be Kimber instead. Okay. Um, one of my least favorite parts of a Beverly Hills episode, episode slash reunion. A montage of the ladies living it up. Look at this. Private jet plane that... They flew commercial to Miami and then hopped on the jet plane (laughs) to Bahamas. But I think a lot of people love this. I think the people who love Beverly Hills the most. Like lifestyle. Like like this. People call it like lifestyle porn. Like they don't like some of the Housewives franchises because they don't have enough like lifestyle Mm. porn. Because Leanne lives in a ranch house. Yeah. Or Dorinda's in a one bedroom. Yeah. Don't, I don't two care. Bedroom. Oh yeah, it was a two bedroom, but like yeah. to us, like to our eyes, it looked like a, like a two, a two New York on camera looks like a one, and like Ramona's four or five bedroom looked, looked like, like a, a two. two. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, we just never went down that one hallway with Ramona. <laughs> she didn't take <laughs> us that far. Okay, uh, so we're living it up. I'll take another round of Rolexes on the rocks. So happy to see that clip again. You you hate that clip. I hate that so clip so <laughs> much. Yeah. Uh, also, this is them going camping, seven hundred dollars on food in the grocery store for one night. But don't worry, they gave it to the campers. Gave it to other campers. 
Yeah, I just give me your half eaten cheese ball bucket. I'd Rena. take it. I if Lisa Rinna was ha- offering <laughs> me a like, half eaten cheese, you would swim in it. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, the lie detector test. We talk about the the fact that we didn't know before that she came in for a trial run. So here's what Lisa. Did you hear what Vanderpump's saying about this? Yes. Vander- she said they i they filmed on the iPhone. And production loved it, so it made her do it again. Yeah. What do you? Wh- who do you believe? I'm in Lisa's wolf pack. My God. They sh- they tried to throw her to me, and she came back <laughs> leading. But now you. she's leading me. <laughs> I mean, every move is a calculated. <laughs> She's like Bobby Fischer. You know what? I stand with Lisa. She gave Stassi a nice engagement party. <laughs> sure. So they really wrapped it up nicely with a fun montage of Lisa Vanderpump being nasty throughout the year. I love it. <laughs> and then also the terrible friendship that she and Kyle had. Yeah, they were frenemies. Mm. Uh, we talked about the Goodbye Kyle Challenge, which... Is one of my favorite things to come from the season. The fact that Chris Jenner got in on the action. And we saw Chris Jenner on this very episode mm-hmm. of the reunion. Did MJ ever do one? I think she did actually. Yeah. But we found out that allegedly Kathy Hilton was at Lisa Vanderpump and Ken Todd's home and Ken Todd was screaming, Goodbye, Kathy as a joke. Yeah. When they were feigning being upset over it online. Like, Lisa was crying about the Goodbye Kyle challenge. Well, you can do both. I'm sorry, you can do both. Oh my god, you really are part of the pack. Uh, but Kyle was standing in front of Sir doing it. Good, giving them promotion. Yeah. Um, I will say about Lisa's home, it feels like you're never really in it. And so you're, you're sometimes, you feel, you're outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, but I, that's LA for you, baby. Because like, it's not like they have to protect themselves from the elements. Uh, fire? I know, but like, the, uh, whether it's glass or wood or a brick wall, the fire's still going to come in anyway, so what's wow. the difference? It's lovely. Isn't it weird that that happens every year? We Fire? It's, there's a, it seems like there's a big one every year these days. I remember two years ago, I was flying mm. into LA in like December. I was like, oh, I'm flying into yeah. the fires. Yang told us last night on the deba- debates, we had to like head for high... High ground. That was kind of scary. But like, I kind of, I kind of like that. And meanwhile, you're moving from high ground down to, to the lower ground. To I lower know. ground. I know. I gotta rethink that. I'm in the. Um, where do we go? The flood zone doesn't come to me where I am in Manhattan. What's like a good? Do we go to like a mountain? Do we go to Nashville? Why Nashville? Because that's like we're not gonna get flooded. We're not gonna have an earthquake. Nashville could be good, and it's like a fun city. Where do we go? Uh, Denver. Denver. Oh, that's where the bunkers are, That's where right? the bunkers are for when um, Obama needs to hide from the Illuminati or whatever with the lizard people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's wrap up fucking... And my sister else. lives near there, yeah. so... Great. Well, hang out with us. Okay. We'll wrap it up with some tequila shots. Casamigos, baby. Rena does, too. We love drunk Rena. And Every- can I say, Casamigos, let's get Cindy Crawford on here. Let's get her on. Give her a diamond. I think she'd be good. She's already got the built-in friendship with um with um Rena. They mm-hmm. vacation in Canada together. Bring on Harry Styles. While Bring on Harry it. Styles. <laughs> um, if you don't know what blind item I'm talking about, feel free to DM me and I'll tell you all about it. It's my favorite blind item, and there's a lot of evidence to prove it. Okay, 
That's it for Beverly Hills. Rest in peace. Let's take a quick break and we'll do Freak of the Week and One Trick Week. Okay. And we are back. Brendan, who is the Freak of the Week? I would like to give the Freak of the Week to one true entertainment production. Who is that? For not inviting um, Katie to the Potomac Reunion. That is the production company that... Uh, we did a whole deep dive about the mm. production company, so you should, you should actually in, know this. In ca- I'm just asking as like I'm in the role of the listener. Yes, it is the evolution media of the um, Potomac. Potomac area. Sure. Um, Nico from the Facebook group posted uh, Katie's comment in which she said... True Entertainment Production just sent me a message saying I would not be asked to join the reunion. I think that's a mistake, but oh well. Chester Molester will be there, but not me. Lame all day. Hashtag R-H-O-P. It's kind of fucked up because it's so clear they're going to be talking about Katie. And it's like, think about the contributions that, say, like, a Barbara brought compared to compared to what um, Katie, has Katie brought, brought table. this yeah. season. Sure, It's really fucked up. Yeah, but in the One True Queen realm, we have some great news. Great news. Tanya, it's of it's Tanya time of Real Houses of Atlanta. She is our One True Queen. Why? Uh, a Twitter account, at Housewives Fan 4. Oh my God, who's 1, 2, and 3? <laughs> would love to know. So this person tweets, so it looks like the... R-H-O-A ladies are on their first trip of the season. Tanya is hosting the trip, which seems to be to Toronto, as Carnival is going on right now. Uh, or Carvival? I don't know if that's No, I think it's Carnival. Okay. Uh, Nini will apparently be flying to meet up with Candy, Kenya, Cynthia, Portia, Eva, and Giovanna. Wild. So there's some screenshots of them, like in an airport, in a car, in a hotel... If Tanya's hosting an event, could she have a peach? Let's think about this for a quick second. Think of friends of who've hosted trips. I'm thinking Danielle Staub, her wedding, which is a different situation. Camille, her wedding. Camille, her wedding. Um, are there any others? Off the top of my head, this is hard. I could imagine a world where, like, a Lizzie Rosbach or whatever. Yeah, like someone on OC hosted some dumb thing. Right. I don't know. I can't think of anything. I mean, yeah. Did Brandy host any trips when she was a friend of? No, because she was like rubbing two pennies together at that she, time. She like borrowed someone's Malibu house to have a party. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This is a good sign for Tanya, I hope. At least we know that she's back, back, back again. I love her. I love, and I hate putting it out there that I love someone because they always do the people I love dirty. I love seeing her in the Bravo Cinematic Universe Instagram comments. Same. She's all over the place. She's always... She and Deandra have that on lockdown. Yeah. For some reason, when I see Deandra, it's an eye roll. But when I see Tanya, it's oh, please yeah. more. I get so angry when I see Deandra in the comments. I know. Oh, fall from grace. I used to really like her too. Sad. Yeah. Sad. But that is it for this week, baby. So... Go leave us a review, bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> On iTunes. That's a great place to do that. You could subscribe there while you're at it. Or so, you know what? Here's I feel a, like people here's, are already subscribed if they're listening. No, but here, here's something you might not have done. Let's say you're subscribed on iTunes. iTunes is your platform of choice. Go on to Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. Okay. 
Because I think that'll, like, give us a little zhuzh up. Yeah, and then go listen to the Cat soundtrack. <laughs> really? Yeah? I've been listening to it a lot recently. Does Taylor sing a song? No, not the current one. Oh, like, the okay. original Broadway cast recording. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Uh, but she will be singing a song. But you should sing a song to our ears and go join the Facebook group. Um, lots happens there. It's Come Through Queen. It's a group. We have to... We have to... Um, approve you we process all the breaking news as a family yeah much like the stassi schroeder engagement news just yesterday it's beautiful there's mixed opinions on stassi's engagement i'm sorry but whatever <laughs> um let's go to twitter follow us at come through queen go to instagram follow us at come through queen podcast go to dan's twitter at idk idk he has a post popping off that <laughs> with the locals right now it's about it's um, an honor it's about ao ao um, go follow me at not Brendan. Um, yeah. Go get some merch, much like Connor did, as we featured in our Instagram stories. We haven't heard from him in a while. On... I know. Maybe the phones are broken in Ireland. Yeah, the phones. The, they can't get the potato to work. <laughs> <laughs> so go to comethroughqueen.com slash store for your Come Through Queen merch. I think that's it. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, he's back. Oh. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.